You're listening to the Art with Soul podcast. Fortnightly conversations on the artist's journey to inspire your creative soul. And I'm your host, Shinjini. Welcome back. On the final episode of 2021 and of this season, I thought we'd talk a little bit about the idea of going deep with your art practice. I'll also talk about going wide and why and probably even when that might be a better idea than aiming for death. I think that this is a really interesting subject to dive into especially at this time of the year as we all start planning for the year to come. So I got the idea of this concept of going deeper with my art from a depth year. Now, if you haven't heard of a depth year before, it is somewhat similar to a no-buy year in the sense that you don't buy anything that you don't need. But where it differs from a simple no-buy year is that you also commit to not starting anything new so that means no starting new hobbies either instead the idea of a depth year is to try and find value in what you already own or in the things that you've already started and that can be really powerful for our art practice as well so i will leave a link to an article on what a depth year is in the show notes of this episode so that you can read more about the subject if you're interested so one of the reasons why i think that a depth year makes a lot of sense for us as creatives is because over the years we tend to hoard a lot of supplies and also a lot of courses and often it happens that we don't really watch all the courses that we purchase and neither do we really use all of the supplies that we purchase in fact i've heard a lot of people say that they buy supplies and they never even open the package or that they buy courses and then they're just sitting on their hard drive so going deep with your creative practice and with your art practice is an excellent way of actually just looking at what you already have and using it the other reason why i really like going deep with art is also because what i really love doing is just making a commitment to spending a certain number of days or months exploring a particular subject or style of art so as an example in 2019 i spent 100 days exploring intuitive painting from being a style that both intrigued and scared me at the same time it became my preferred way to paint i still continue to paint primarily intuitively until today and that entire exercise also really helped me to develop my own style 
in 2020 and 2021 i went deeper with abstract painting and abstract painting was something that i really did not understand when i started with um, you know going deep with it but over these two years i think that i have really found my own voice and my own preferences when it comes to painting abstracts or even semi-abstracts which is my preferred style of painting during these years when i you know from 2019 onwards i also chose to be very mindful about my e-course and supply purchases on I think in 2019, I decided to not buy any e-courses at all. Um, although I didn't really stick to that too well, I did end up buying a couple of them, but not as many as I would have. Um, and what I chose to do instead is to really look at the courses that I already had and actually work on and finish some of those. In the other two years, I did allow myself to buy courses, but instead of being tempted by all of the beautiful offerings that are there um, in our wonderful art community, I only chose the one that aligned with my art and my depth goals. With art supplies, one year I chose only to replace those supplies that I had finished and to not buy any other supplies. So as a result of that, I really got to experiment and play with the supplies that I already have, which really helped me to understand how they work and how they interact with different mediums because I did a lot of mixed media uh, and it really helped me to develop a certain fluency with the supplies that I use. Um, it also helped me to understand which supplies I find myself using over and over again. And that automatically helped me to narrow down, you know, the kind of supplies that form a part of my personal toolbox. So I realized that there are certain um, supplies that even though I do have them, I hardly ever use them but I love going out and buying them. For example, watercolors. I don't use watercolors too often, but I am so tempted to go out and buy those beautiful tubes of watercolor paints. But taking that time, taking that one year to not allow myself to buy any new art supplies really helped me to see what I use and what I don't use and to make better decisions when I did go to the art store to purchase supplies. So this exercise of just replacing um, the tools that I had finished or the paint tubes that I had finished did another thing for me as well. It helped me to develop my own signature palette. So because the paints that kind of tended to um, either finish or get used up the most obviously were the ones that I was reaching for the most 
and once i realized that i was reaching for a certain number of colors over and over again i was able to really take the time to push those colors a little bit more to see different ways in which i could combine them and how they really interacted with each other and really develop a signature style a signature palette for myself that i love to use over and over again without feeling like it's getting repetitive so if there are certain art styles that you really want to learn or if you find that you have a ton of art courses that you've signed up for and that you haven't finished um or if your drawers are overflowing with art supplies then maybe going deep is really really going to be an excellent idea for you in the coming year you can use that time to complete the courses that you already have you can really develop your own painting style figure out your own favorite palettes or even focus on learning a new to you style now when you have been painting for a while going deep really does make a lot of sense but when you're still at the start of your art journey then going wide might be the option for you you might also decide to go wide if you know you're starting to feel bored with doing the same thing over and over again or if you feel like you're getting stuck in a creative rut and you need a bit of a change or a challenge then definitely consider going wide but going wide can very quickly burn a hole in your pocket so i have a few suggestions for you uh, that might help you to be a little bit mindful even though you are allowing yourself to really explore and experiment Now when it comes to choosing courses especially for those of you who are still relatively new on your art journey it might make a lot of sense to buy one of the year long courses that you know that is taught by multiple teachers so these courses tend to be excellent value for money because you get access to a wide variety of teachers teaching a wide variety of styles um and it will definitely happen with one of these year long courses that you might like some teachers more than others but that's actually really good because that also gives you an idea of what you like and what you don't like and it really at the start of your journey especially it really helps you to build up your skills being exposed to multiple teachers and multiple styles and trying a lot of things is very helpful at that stage now i also know that these year long courses can become a little overwhelming because you have new lessons coming out every week so my suggestion is that you look around at all of the year long courses that are on offer and choose just one of them so what i have noticed from a lot of people who have said that these year long courses are overwhelming is that they have signed up either for multiple year long courses or they sign up for a year long course and then they sign up for additional other courses during the year and that definitely tends to get overwhelming 
because if you signed up for multiple year long courses you're going to get a ton of new lessons coming at you every week if you sign up for a year long course and then you sign up for another course as well you may not have the bandwidth to really do justice to any to either of those and that really can get overwhelming just the thought of having these courses that you've bought and that you've not even had the time to look at tends to overwhelm us which is why my suggestion really is to choose one year long course and then try and not get tempted to buy any more courses during that year that one course is going to give you a lot to play with so when it comes to year long courses my personal recommendations the ones that i took at the start of my journey um are lifebook which is hosted by tamara laport at willowing.org and book of days with effie wild in fact i'm going to be teaching on book of days next year as well so if you're looking for a course i would love it if you come and join me for that so i'm going to leave links to both of these courses in the show notes as well along with some of my own reflections from from what i learned from these courses when i was starting out my journey of course these courses can also be really helpful if you're just stuck in a rut and you want to be creatively challenged then one of these courses might might really um, spice up your art practice as well because again you you might not be a complete beginner but then these courses do cater to more advanced creatives and artists as well so the second suggestion is that you can uh, and this is for you especially if you've already been painting for a while and the reason that you want to go wide is because you feel like you're stuck in a rut and that you want to switch up your practice so my suggestion for you is that you purchase courses that are slightly adjacent to what you currently do and that really really excite you so what i mean by that is find a subject that you're really fascinated with uh for me that's book binding and junk journals oh i just love them i love all the different ways that they are of binding books I love the feel of handmade books. I love junk journals, that whole explosion of uh different kinds of papers that are bound into that into these really cool funky messy books. But my own skills in these areas are very rudimentary. While I do make my own art journals every year, they're very basic and when i look at purchasing courses that are adjacent to what i'm interested in i tend to gravitate to courses on book binding or on junk journaling in fact those were the course kind of courses that i took this year because this year also i was uh, on an almost no buying of new courses kind of a year there are one or two programs that i do every year um and then these were the ones that i bought so that is my barometer to test if i should buy a course and that would probably help you as well is if it fascinates and excites you in a good way then go for it 
it will probably really help you to get out of the rut that you feel like you're stuck in when it comes to buying supplies that's another thing that can really burn a hole in your bank account not just your pocket now a really good way to experiment with art supplies is to buy them in open stock so buy a few of your favorite colors pick them up in open stock play with that supply see if you actually really like it before you go and invest in a set or in a lot more colors that you use a little bit less frequently i know that in the us a lot of the art stores do sell open stock supplies in india also you can get open stock supplies uh, do go to your art store and check with them you might be pleasantly surprised now it can also be tempting to run out and buy the latest supply to hit the market i know that i have fallen for that temptation very often but my suggestion is that you wait for a little while look for the reviews to come out look for the comparisons to come out there will be youtubers who will review those supplies who will compare them to different supplies that are already that were already on the market before this particular one came out and often what you will find when you take the time to wait and really look at these videos is that there are other materials often that are already in your studio that will do a very similar job so one example that i can give you from my own journey is gelatos when i saw gelatos being used i i got really excited and i just went and bought a couple of um couple of packages of gelatos and i quickly realized that i didn't really enjoy working with them too much but i do know that gelatos are similar in many ways to oil pastels i learned this by using gelatos and oil pastels but my way was the hard way because there were a lot of other youtubers who were saying the same thing and i didn't wait for those comparisons to really go up the other thing that i found out much too late is that fabricastel also makes gelatos that are aimed at children that do the exact same thing the gelatos that are aimed at crafters do and that retail for a fraction of the cost so just knowing something like that can you know really help you make a more informed and a more conscious decision had i known that i would have probably experimented with the children's gelatos first to see if i really liked it and then gone in for those artists colors because some of those colors were not available in the children's gelatos but that would have been a much more cost effective way to experiment with that material and that and a similar kind of thing happens with a lot of these materials that really become overnight hits so to speak in the art world if you're a beginner i also think that it is very helpful for you to remember and i wish that somebody had told me this that you really don't need to go and buy the exact same brands and colors that your teachers are using paints can be really pricey 
uh, and a lot of teachers tend to use golden uh, golden paints which are beautiful beautiful paints but they are really expensive especially in my country which is not the US so when you go and buy golden paints you become scared of experimenting because you've spent a bomb on one tube of paint so you really don't need to buy the same brand get a cheaper brand it will work pretty much the same way you will be able to experiment you will be able to play without worrying about wasting money or wasting your really beautiful paint colors and once you have more practice while well, as you improve and get better then you can go out and buy some of those more expensive paints and at that point you'll probably know which colors you want you won't feel as guilty probably for spending that much on paint and it would be a much better choice then so just remember that the other thing to consider is that you might hear a lot of people say that you must only use archival quality paints and supplies well again there is a use case for those if you are primarily an art journaler you really are not interested in archival anything because you're doing this for you you're probably at the most going to pass on your journals to your children or your grandchildren but it doesn't have to last for multiple multiple generations and that's what archival quality paints and supplies are for it's also perhaps helpful to remember that many of the ancient masters didn't necessarily have access to archival paints or acid free papers but their paintings still grace museums today so it's not like if you don't buy archival paints or if you don't have acid free paper that your art journal is going to fall apart in a couple of years i promise you that's not going to happen i have my own art journals that i started 10 years ago that look exactly the same and i didn't use archival anything i still rarely do unless i am painting and that painting is meant for sale later on then i will use archival paper and acid free paper and pay better attention to what i what paints i'm using but not otherwise my final suggestion is to really create a budget for yourself you could decide on a yearly art budget you could decide on a monthly art budget you could also decide on a dollar amount that you will spend per course and that you will not exceed that dollar amount so just doing something simple like this can really help you to make better buying decisions and to also not feel very guilty about spending on your art on your hobby and your interests and that is important So when I started my art journey I had a budget that I did not exceed per course. So no matter how amazing a course looked 
if it crossed that dollar amount i just did not buy it and that was the end of that i kept that as a non negotiable for myself what that did is that it helped me to buy plenty of courses so if i look at it over the course of these 10 years then yes it's quite a significant investment that i have made in the courses that i have purchased but it was never a very significant investment at the time that i was making that purchase and that also really matters when you can stay within a certain budget well i think i don't need to explain that to you anymore so those are the broad ideas that i wanted to discuss uh, i hope that this conversation will really help you to plan your art journey better in 2022 and beyond i hope that these suggestions were helpful and i hope that this gave you some ideas on what you'd like to focus on if you want to devote your time to exploring a subject or developing your style or if you just want to finish some of the courses that you've already purchased then go deep but if you're still in the learning stage or if you feel like you're stuck in a rut and you need a bit of creative inspiration then go wide with this we wrap up season 3 of the podcast i can hardly believe that there've been three seasons of this little podcast already thank you for being here with me on this journey thank you for your love and your support i wish you and your family and your loved ones a beautiful beautiful holiday season and i will meet you here again on 15th february 2022 with season 4 of the art with soul podcast in the meantime do let me know what subjects you would like me to cover in the next season of this podcast you could simply drop me a dm on instagram my handle there is moderngypsy.in or you could head over to my website which is moderngypsy.in/podcasts and leave a suggestion for me there Thank you for tuning in to the Art with Soul podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, do share it with your creative friends or better still on Instagram stories. And don't forget to tag me there at moderngypsy.in. For show notes and additional resources, head over to moderngypsy.in/podcasts. Until next time, take care and keep creating.